Welcome to the Shanna Show, where we talk about really real things that are relatable. I'm your host, Shanna. Hello, welcome to the first episode of the Shanna Show. I can't believe I'm actually doing this. I've been wanting to do it the last two years and I kept thinking I needed to wait for the perfect time or until I felt like I had my crap together enough to feel qualified to do a podcast. Newsflash, there's never a perfect time. I've learned to start before you're ready and just show up imperfectly. So a little bit about me. My name is Shanna. Obviously, I'm 31. I have two kids, a boy who is six and a girl who is five. I've been married for almost 10 years. It's our 10-year anniversary this year. I love to be creative. I have an Etsy shop and occasionally sell at markets. I also like to blog here and there. As I contemplated starting a podcast, um, I went back and forth a lot thinking, seriously, you do not need another thing on your plate. But I kept feeling the pull to do one. I think we hold ourselves back a lot, and my biggest fear is just not living up to my potential. So if there's something you want to try, just go for it. You'll either succeed or you'll fail, but you'll never know unless you try. And there's always something to learn from failure. So is it really failure? Just saying. I wanted to mention some of the women that inspired me to just go for it. The first one's Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper. She literally blows my mind. She started with her little shop in Waco selling home decor. Then people came to her as clients to decorate and do interior design in their homes. Then they started their show, and now they have the silos, a bakery, a restaurant, a bunch of Airbnbs, a magazine. So whenever I think I'm doing too much or I'm too ambitious, I think of Joanna Gaines. Another person that really inspires me is a lady named Allison. She's actually from Utah. Um, She has a podcast called Awesome with Allison. I can really relate to her a lot in how she shows up very raw about dealing with anxiety and mental health and overcoming those obstacles. She she's also very ambitious. She coaches businesses. She has a podcast. She's an inspirational speaker at events. She arranges flowers and is super crafty. Um, and she re- recently came out with a book as well. It's called You're Already Awesome. I'm still reading it, but it's awesome, obviously. Anyways, I just love her vibe. There are so many other women that inspire me, but you get the idea. Um, They make me want to get out of my own way and pursue whatever it is that I want to do. So I also want to take this time to thank my spouse for all of his continued support through all my crazy ideas. He always encourages me and gives me advice, which sometimes annoys me, but I appreciate it. I value his opinion a lot. Um, And if it wasn't for him, actually, my fitness account that I started... Uh, years ago when I was starting my weight loss journey. That's a story for another podcast episode. I would have named my account Shanna Sheds, like sheds weight, but that actually sounds so gross, like shedding hair or something. Um, So Shanna Shreds is much cooler. So thanks for that, babe. I really do value what you have to say, even though I get mad sometimes. (laughs) I also want to thank my mom who always has supported me my whole life with all of my wild ideas and she actually bought me this little microphone to record with. So she's always been such a good support system for me and never tells me stop having such big ideas 
Um, she's also my therapist, so I just really love and appreciate her. I also want to thank my friend Caleb and my sister Aubrey that are always willing to listen to my ideas and give me feedback. And I want to thank my friends that I've told about this idea and all of your positive reactions. I hope I can create a fun and uplifting podcast that you all can enjoy. All right, that's enough background for now. Let's jump into our show, shall we? I hope you all had a fun St. Patty's Day, maybe got lucky. Someday we can broach that topic, but we can't go there on our first date, guys. So let's hope we have a good first date together, unlike these stories I'm about to share with you. Today's episode, we are sharing our worst dates, anonymously, of course. There are some good ones, or should I say bad ones, so I'm going to start out with my worst date that I ever had. So it was my junior year in high school, and I got asked to go on a, a date dance by a guy I didn't really know super well. He was a grade older than me, and so I didn't really know anyone in that group. To start out the date, he didn't tell me, but his friend came to pick me up, and then he picked up his date. I felt so awkward In retrospect, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but I didn't really hang out with these kids or know them, so I felt pretty awkward without him there. I wish he would have just told me, so I was expecting it, and I totally understand because he lived quite far out from the rest of everybody, Um, so I think it would have been different if he would have gave me a heads up, but I was just not expecting his friend to come to my front door, and then I was like a third will for like quite a while while we picked up everyone. (laughs) So then we headed up to the quarry in Provo and it was newer back then when I was in high school and it was a popular day date location. Uh, But when we got there, they required you to fill out a waiver. If you were under 18, you needed a parent or guardian signature. This was before you could just go on the website and click a button Um, And everyone was seniors and 18 except for me. So I called my mom and she had to print it out, sign it, scan it back in and send it. It wasn't cooperating for her and they all waited like 45 minutes for me to get this document sent back. So once we took care of that, I had to use the restroom. And that is when I realized I started my period. I had absolutely nothing. I didn't bring my purse at all. Another girl in the group was in the bathroom at the same time as me, and I asked her if she had any tampons, and she did not. She only had a pad. Sorry if this part makes you feel squeamish. It's just a part of life. Just giving a disclaimer. I personally don't love only wearing pads. I feel like I'm peeing my pants, and I have to do the little booty check in the mirror. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. So after making this horrifying discovery... I then had to go climb a wall with my date belaying me below and staring directly up at my butt. Touche, guys who planned the date, I see what you did there, but you guys, I felt so uncomfortable. I was so worried about leaking through and then dying of embarrassment, so that was probably the worst part. Once we were done with this portion of the date, I was so relieved Um, So then we went to Chuckarama and ate dinner and then back home to get ready for the dance. Um, At the dance, my 
date was just dancing so crazy and was so sweaty. And by the time I got home, my mom, who would wait up until I got home from dates, asked me. She asked, how did it go? And I just started crying. So honestly, um, it wasn't really that bad of a date. I think the worst part was just climbing the wall right after my period starting. But I think it's just so funny the things that really like traumatize you. when you're a teenager and you're in high school. So there's my worst date story. Okay, this next one's a short one. She said, I had a guy's parents show up with my date and drive us to Wales Reservoir. His parents got out of the truck and told us to have fun, in quotation marks. I think I was only 16. Um, I guess parents in San Pete are just a little more progressive Uh, that's really weird. (laughs) I'm just, I I guess in San Pete, like if you give, if you give a family a cow, then basically your kids are married. So I'm just kidding. That's just a joke, but I just am dying at that. I'm sorry you had to endure that. Okay. Here's the next story. In high school, my crush from sixth grade asked me to homecoming. I was so excited to go with him, and we were in a group with all of my friends for our date. One of the girls in our group also had a big crush on my date. Well, we got to one of our friend's farmland to shoot shoot some clay pigeons, and my date disappears. All my other guys guy friends are helping me with the gun and shooting. We noticed that the other girl was missing as well. Turns out they had gone to the barn together to do who knows what. Okay, all right. <laughs> Later we had dinner at one of the friends' house. My date was texting someone else, um, the girl in our group, while she was sitting next to me. Once we made it to the dance, he went off and danced with the first girl the whole time, and I ended up hanging out with one of my good friends and her date the whole time. It was a total bummer since I had liked him for so long. But eventually we started hanging out more, and he had gone in to kiss me, and I turned away. So, you know, payback. Okay, that is so awkward that he asked you and then disappeared with your friend. I'm so sorry. That is, I would feel so weird, just like, okay, we where'd they go together? And you're just waiting awkwardly and then he just ditches you at the dance so I'm so glad that you turned away and didn't let that d-bag kiss you so way to go you really did show him okay here's another short one my boyfriend at the time took me out for coffee on my birthday only to dump me on my birthday this man is the worst kind of man to like rob you of the joy that you feel on your day of birth Like, no, sir, that is not okay. But she did say, lucky for her, she met her husband about six months after that. All I'm saying is the Lord works in mysterious ways. I'm glad that this boy, not man, this boy led you to your now husband so that you could appreciate him more. I will take you out for coffee on your birthday and I will not dump you. I will propose to you with a ring pop. You can count on that. It's a promise. A best friend proposal. I don't require you to show me your birthday suit. Just be my friend forever. That's all. Okay, bye. Okay, hold on to your britches because this one's pretty cringy. Um, she, she starts out by saying, okay, I don't know if mine's that bad, but to me it was. Girl, 
it was bad. It was, yours is pretty bad. She says, my uncle set me up with a guy. I agreed he was cute and we worked together, so I kind of knew him. Flash forward to the day of the date, he says his car's not working and asks me to pick him up. So I'm like, whatever, I do it. We went to a haunted house where I paid for myself. Should have been a red flag. He made me stay inches from him, like forced himself on me. I don't remember if we did anything else because I try to block it out. Anywho, drive home. He tells me he's on parole, has a suspended license, no car, and lives with his mom. Immediately was so turned off. I drop him off and he asks to kiss me. I said no. He grabs my face and plants one on me. I pushed him off. He got out and I immediately blocked his number. I avoided him at work for the next week until he freaking cornered me and put his arms above my head against a wall and yelled in my face about how rude I was for ignoring him after. Like, hi, I don't owe you anything. Anywho, I yelled at him back and he started bawling and walked off. He quit very shortly after, just quit showing up. May or may not have humiliated him in front of other coworkers when I yelled at him back. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Just so many things. Like, if it's a first date, you probably shouldn't tell someone that you're on parole. I mean, good for you that you learned all of this so that you could be like, no, this guy is, he might be cute, but he is a mess. Not a good idea to tell <laughs> tell someone all of that on a first date. Also, sir, if a girl tells you no, that she doesn't want to kiss, you don't grab her face and plant one. No. I have had this happen to me at least twice, and it is very awkward. It's usually from guys that I've friend-zoned, and then they're just not really picking up the hint and it's just literally the worst and most awkward thing ever so I'm very sorry that happened to you and um absolutely not that he cornered you and put his arms no just all of it absolutely not like 100% no I'm just fuming even picturing it so I'm so proud of you for telling him off yelling at him I don't care if he was humiliated he deserved it so good for you for sticking up for yourself. You dodged a bullet. This guy is red flags left and right. I'm sorry you had to endure that. That one was a bad, that was a really bad one. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing your pain with us so that we can cringe with you. <laughs> okay, this one is actually about a honeymoon gone wrong. I was a full-time student, and we were both working full-time, so we planned our wedding between semesters at school, and a year later, we decided we were going to go on a honeymoon. We had an elaborate plan. We borrowed a wave runner from my brother, and for some reason, when we got to Yuba Lake, we didn't have a tent, only a big mattress in the back of our truck, so we drove around for an hour, finding the most secluded spot around the lake. And after 10 minutes, a youth conference pulled up next to us, and soon thereafter, one of the kids came over asking to use the wave runner. We promptly packed up and thought, okay, we'll just go to Maple Canyon, and we'd only been there a couple hours, and we were trying to warm up some spaghetti on our little campfire, when, of course, my sweet husband was bit by a spider. And 
was like, oh, we can't stay here. And by this time, it was super late. And so we went to my parents' house. So on our fake honeymoon, we ended up staying at my parents' house. And we had to take my husband to the ER because his finger was very swollen and they almost had to amputate it. But they were able to make an incision and get all the infection out. Holy crap. That is so terrible that you had to wait for a year to go on a honeymoon and then literally every plan that you made went wrong. I think you guys deserve to do a do-over, a redo, and go on a nice trip and have indoor plumbing and a bed and away from any youth conferences that may stumble upon you. That is a wild one. I'm sorry you had to go through that. That's all for the... Worst date stories. Thank you to everyone who shared your worst date story with us all. Uh, Before we close out the podcast for the day, I wanted to do a segment called What in the World, where we talk about things that are going on in the world. And maybe you don't care about this stuff, but I find it super interesting. So I'm just going to talk about some of the current things that are going on right now. So, um, I don't know if you guys, it's been going on if what feels like for weeks, but, um, there's been, apparently there's like a feud between Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber. So everyone seems to think that Hailey Bieber like copies everything Selena Gomez does. Um, and the fans are just like being relentless that Hailey Bieber is, being a mean girl with Kendall and posting things about her weight and her eyebrows and all sorts of things. And so that's been wild to see. I feel like it's just every day is all over TikTok and Instagram. So that's kind of crazy to see, see how much fans get involved Also, it seems like everybody's really loving Pedro Pascal right now, and it just, I don't know if any of you have seen, my gosh, Zoolander, but it just reminds me of, that Hansel's so hot right now. I just think about, that Pascal so hot right now. (laughs) I don't know, it just makes me, he just seems like he's everywhere. Um, He plays the Mandalorian, and I actually haven't watched season two yet, so maybe if anybody's seen it leave a comment whether it's good or not and so I can actually take the time to watch it but I actually Raymond and I saw a bunch of memes with Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal and you've probably seen it where like Nicolas Cage just looks like stoned because he is in the movie that this is from and Pedro Pascal is just like laughing just but we really wanted to watch that movie and it's called the um, unbearable weight of massive talent. And it's really funny. We loved it. I would give it like an eight out of 10. Um, it does have quite a few F words, but anyways, it was a really funny movie and just, I just love Pedro Pascal's personality. My friend Jenna said he's like the new, um, Keanu Reeves. And I was like, yeah, that's a really good, like everyone just loves him. He just seems like a genuinely nice guy. So, um, We're just loving him right now. We're loving Pedro Pascal. All right, and I'm going to end on a segment I'm going to call Media Review for You, where I talk about any of the podcasts or books or movies or TV shows that I'm watching right now that I want to share. So I want to just go ahead and quickly share two that I 
found really good. I love documentaries and I love watching like true crime. So the Murdaugh murders, that one was really bizarre on Netflix and it's actually going to trial right now. And, um, so I highly recommend that one. That one's pretty crazy. If you're into that kind of stuff, it was a good one for sure. And I also started reading Akotar, where my Akotar's at. It's called A Court of Thorns and Roses. So I'm currently on the second book, and it is so good. Oh my gosh. I listened to the first book. It was a 16-hour audiobook, and I only had two days until it was due, and I had to wait months in my Libby app. It's a free app that you can link to your library card, but um, sometimes you do have to wait quite a while for a book to become available, especially if it's super popular. So I am just dying because I posted about it, and I had like three different people respond to me and say, I wish I lived closer so that I could lend you my paper copy. Uh, Let me give you my Audible login. I have like 10 credits you can use. Why don't you look at the bookmobile for it? I just... The community surrounding like Akotar is just amazing. They all know the struggle once you're like sucked in. They're like invested in in you reading the series because it's so good. And I actually have a girl that follows me on my fitness Instagram and she's from Canada and she messaged me and she's like, you're making me want to read this store, this series. And I said, do it. And she's like, I just ordered them the whole book series. So sometimes like the social media community, I just really love it. I do highly recommend it. it it's kind of like a, it's fantasy and it's like a beauty and the beast meets Lord of the Rings vibe is kind of how I would explain it. And there's some steaminess and some romance and, um, Yeah, so I'm just really invested in that right now. So I just wanted to share the good message about Akotar. All right, that's all I've got for you. It's time to close it out. Thank you so much for tuning in, besties. Please remember to rate, review, and share if you enjoyed this episode. I will be doing a special little swag giveaway for the first three people to leave a five-star rating as well as a review. So don't miss out on that. Follow my Instagram, The Shanna Show, for updates on when to expect a new episode. And always remember that you are made of magic and you need to share your light with the world. Until next time, stay magical, my friends.